what? Come in, beat, boxing, what? What? Ain't no stopping, free, styling, Sunday night. <laughs> Where the webs, we go get right. Oh! Yes, we back. I'm telling you, I'm, I feel like <laughs> bitch, I just did the LeBron James baby powder. I just threw baby powder up in the air. I'm back. <laughs> I feel like I just ran through a tunnel with the smoke. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. This tonight. is going to be... Tonight. This is going to be a good one. Anyway. <sighs> We're gonna get that copyright, man. I'm telling you. What up, Rock? I'm over here fighting the air. What up? Uh. Welcome back to Where Are the Webs, aka Keeping Up with the Webs, aka The Webs Worldwide, Worldwide Webs, aka the your favorite webs. auntie and uncle. Yeah. International Webs Anthem. Boo! Wait, what? I say whatever I want. <laughs> I was like, in the air tonight? Is that the is that the anthem? Whatever. <laughs> whatever i wanted to be greetings. either way man welcome back <laughs> greetings and salutations everyone welcome to another episode of where the webs episode number 28 Boo! what is going on it's a sunday night listen first of all let's get into it we got about an hour yeah go ahead and go all right, all right. so first off Attitude of gratitude. Thank you to everybody who <laughs> continues to listen. Thank you to everybody who listened last week. All 18. One what of y'all motherfuckers. Wrong? What are you? Whoa. Fuck Shut it. Shut No. No. I'm going in. First, first of all, I'm going to say whatever I want. Cause hell, ain't none of y'all fucking listening. Whoa. No. We don't want to scare off the new listeners. Well, welcome, bitch. <laughs> I'm it's okay. Up. I'm pumped it's okay. up this week. I'm making up for last week. Listen, it's okay. Hey, Look, hey. Let, <laughs> let me have it. Look, Breathe. I apologize for last week. I understand. We learned from last week. We don't do podcasts at one o'clock in the morning. Don't come here and try to record a podcast after you've been out all day. You came home, tried to watch a whole episode of Insecure. Then you want to watch, record a whole podcast. Okay, I got it. We won't do that again. <laughs> but 18 listens last week? That shit is unforgivable. I don't care what nobody say. We need more people. <laughs> and I'm on y'all this but week. I'm on y'all this week. We get. <laughs> I need 18 day one. Okay. Um I'm coming with it this week. So attitude of gratitude. Um, thank you everybody. <laughs> thank you for um uh, listening and sharing and all of that stuff all the time. We are very appreciative of our eighteen listens or however many there actually are. Maybe it's more than that. We don't She know. gotta be wrong. At any rate. Yes, I am very <laughs> thankful. I am very appreciative. Don't ever forget. Don't ever think that, you know, we're not 
we really appreciate those of you who continue to sh support us. Shout out to everybody who liked the post. Again, if you shared it, thank you. Uh, shout out to everybody, you know, who just, if you told somebody about it, appreciate it. You can find us on social media on the Facebook at Where the Webs. That's W-E-B-B apostrophe S. Where the Webs on Facebook. You can email us at Where the Webs. W-E-B-B no apostrophe S. One, number one, at gmail.com. Where the Webs one at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram. I am at Psyching Out Loud. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-N-G Out Loud. And he is. I've been saying this for the last 28, 27 episodes. It's my name, Marcus Webb, 1984. M-A-R-C-U-S-W-E-B-B-1984, <laughs> the year I was born. On Instagram. Yes. Follow me. Yes. Snapchat, Marcus Webb, 84. Facebook, Marcus Webb. The name is the brand. Come on. Hashtag last name Brené. Last name is Hashtag the, the web standard. Last week wasn't up to the web standard. I know. I know. But this week, <laughs> I'm on it. Okay. I'm on your ass. <laughs> um, yeah. So any anything from the past week, anything in um, particular that we want to mention? I did. If you're following me on Instagram, if you're not, you need to get on that. You know, but um, I started my self-employment chronicles this past week. So follow me on my journey as I work for myself out in these streets. What about you, Mr. Webb? Anything else? Oh, uh, nope. No, nope. it, it was another regular week. Nothing spectacular. But it's about to pick up, though. Oh, man. Stay tuned. Woo. Is all I can tell you. Ow! Like DJ Khaled said, another one. We got a meeting with royalty next weekend. Fuck that. They mean me. Oh. Jay-Z and Beyonce get to meet me next week. <laughs> Fuck all that. You gotta, re you gotta hey, relax. Yo, you gotta I, relax. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm not relaxing this week. We relaxing too much. I don't... I'm apologize up front. Listen. The cuss words are coming this week. I apologize. I'm... I'm just pumped up. Hey, if you play this with your kids in the car, I don't know, tell them Uncle Marcus just gets real hype sometimes. It's okay. Just don't listen to this with your kids in the car. Nah, let them hear it. Don't let them hear it. <laughs> let them hear it. Okay, whatever. But all jokes aside, man, appreciate everything. Uh, we're going to continue to uh, keep bringing it consistently every Sunday. We own it. And I'm in here on a Sunday night. I got to be up. Got to go to work in the morning. But I'm in here ready to go right now. Woo. Let's go. All right. Um. So. Topics. Kick it off, right? Bow, 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 bow. So uh, we received an email. Do we want to start with that one? Sure. Or? All right. So we received an email this week. Uh, someone wanted to know. A uh, very loyal listener, one of the day one supporters. They wanted to know what is, what were some of our biggest struggles. I guess you want to hear us talk about our pain on air. <laughs> sure, why not? That's what we're here for. Why not? I'm. I'll say it. Whatever. Um, 
But there's a lot of areas we could take that. And I said we could talk about like our struggles we find we're trying to find ourselves and our way in our careers um relationship wise individually just ourselves yeah um, they wanted to know relationship wise career wise life wise what has been your biggest struggle we can just so, pick one i mean i could just just be real quick like for me probably i would say career wise it's just being Proving that I belong. I've always felt like I think it. Uh, people may not realize, but I don't know if I always if I, if I always felt like I fit in in certain thing, certain situations I've been put in or having to prove myself. So I think that's been my biggest struggle. I finally kind of come to a point where, and I'm in a situation where career-wise, I feel like. I belong and people recognize that I belong. So just have always, always felt like in a job, I had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. Like I had to come in here and I had to be better than everybody else, but that helped me. That got me where I was. Um, what do you mean? Like say more about, you said you didn't feel like you belong in certain situations. Like what? You know, just because I think a lot of people, I had to realize some people will come in with certain degrees or certain credentials and really that don't mean shit. So it don't matter what, where you got your degree from, who, you know, you ain't finna outwork me. And that's how, that was always my edge. A lot of people come in and you got a piece of paper and saying you, you know this, but really, man, you ain't finna outwork me. That's what I had. That's what you, the advantage that I had over, people in a lot of situations i would just i just outwork you and then you find that intelligence is not certified by a piece of paper of uh, i college drop. yeah <laughs> you can always you can no know like, you i i can still be the smartest person in a situation and then when i'm the smartest person in a situation it's time for me to level up like sierra and uh move on <laughs> to the next one either way but that's career right so real quick if we're talking about relationship wise i'll be honest completely transparent my biggest struggle probably in a relationship has probably been you know just opening up communication and uh not communicating with my partner and also just making sure like growing up being mature man leave these hoes alone <laughs> leave these hoes alone bruh not even being friendly you can't even you leave them alone no bruh the best thing you don't need nothing go on about your business now <laughs> but anyway that's my those are just some of my struggles and i i'm not completely here i I'm telling you right now, I struggle like uh, probably management of money. I'm getting better at that. That may be one of my struggles. Uh, just focus and determination. I finally got to a point where that's all, you know, kind of well, what you were saying, headed in the right direction. What you were saying about your career. Um, I've almost turned this into an interview. This is very intriguing. Fuck out of Hello, here. Mr. Aww. <laughs> I'm joking. Hey, Mr. Webb. So, over here, over here. <coughs> uh, yeah, it looks like we have a question. Yes, over here, over here, Mr. Webb. Mr. Webb. Um, what is your question? Um, from Young and Motivated Times, over here. Okay. <laughs> um, one of your, your statements, you said 
you had this edge of outworking people that you always worked harder, right? Than everybody else. Was that always the case? Definitely not. If you knew me in my early twenties, <laughs> probably from about 22 to really between 22 to 30, I did not have the same work ethic that I have right now. And it wasn't that I was lazy. I just didn't feel like I needed to give my best effort to something I didn't really believe in. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see it at the time. Like I was working for these companies and I'm, I'm like, well, I was in some pretty well-known companies and mm -hmm. probably could have worked my way up. I just didn't see it. I didn't see how I fit in. And if you were talking to me between 22 to about 30, I didn't really feel like, why am I giving these people the best I got? But then I had to realize it's not about them. It's about me that you can't just turn it on and off. So if you want to be able to do something great one day, you got to start being great at that job. You really don't care about. So what, you know, I don't give, I don't care if you work at McDonald's right now. Man, your fries got to be the hottest. Your fries <laughs> got to be the, the saltiest. You know what I'm saying? You got the best quarter pounder. Because that transfers to what you're going to do next. If you can't take that time and attention to focus on being the best at McDonald's, you're never going to be the best at anything else, right? You got to be able to focus on something. It's preparing you for what's coming next. So, no, I had to realize that. And when I realized that, my current position, well, the current company I work for, I started there. I really didn't want the job, period. I didn't want to work there. But... Mm -hmm. It was at a time where I decided, you know what, I'm here and let me try to give it my all. Let me try to be the best that I could be and let's just see how it turns out. You can never go wrong giving your best. You can't go there. You may feel like people don't appreciate it at times. You may feel like people don't understand, but you can never go wrong personally for giving your best. It's either going to benefit you in your current situation or it's going to prepare you for whatever is next. You can never go wrong giving your giving your best. I feel like you just gave your motivational moment. Maybe. <laughs> so what are we what are we saying here? We we went career struggles, relationship, <clears throat> career um, relationship. People I feel like a lot of my clients ask me this when they first meet me is like how did you get into this profession and why? And my answer always seems so trite, but it's truthful. It's honest. And my my honest answer is I always knew this what is what I was supposed to do. I always knew I was supposed to be a therapist. I know that sounds lame. People who say that <laughs> I was always supposed to do this. I was meant to do this. I was born to do this. I, I hate saying it because it sounds lame and it's like blase or whatever, but it's the honest to God truth. I've known since I was a little kid. All I ever wanted to do. I used to fake little t self-help talk shows. I used to record little shows in my house. Like, it sounds real lonely. Like, I ain't had no friends. <laughs> I just... Of me <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Mr. Webb has seen some of, some of this footage. It's real. <laughs> it exists. But I was... I was creative and I always wanted to help people. And I always wanted to help people in this capacity. So I tried to go against that when I went to undergrad. I tried to be an engineer because, you know, I thought it'd make money and it would have, but I hated it. I hated every moment of it. And that's why I changed my major and ended up where I ended up. 
Um, Career-wise, I was one of those naive people who got the paper out of undergrad, got the, got the degree, got the diploma, and fell flat on my face because I thought, oh, I have this BS in psychology. That means I'm going to get a job in my field. No, girl. That's not how nope. it works. That's not what happened. We come from the generation <laughs> that got sold a dream. That, that we were told... <laughs> Do everything right. Hey, go to school, graduate. Don't get nobody pregnant or don't get pregnant. And it's all going to fall in line for you. Go to college. That ain't how it works. When I graduated, we were living in an apartment, Mr. Webb and I, because we weren't Mr. and Mrs. Webb at the time. No. It was maybe this will work out, but right now we just didn't want to live in the dorms no more. So I graduated and I remember using my graduation money to help pay rent. Because I didn't have a job and I didn't have money. Like, I didn't have a yeah. plan. And then you worked at JCPenney and I worked at Walmart. Straight up. And we shared one car. So we would park. Whoever went to work first, first would drop the other person off. And then when they started their shift, you would park at the far end of the parking lot. Because they were just, like, right across this really long stretch of parking lot. Yep. And you would park close enough so when that other person got off, they could get the car. And then come back and pick the other person up. Yep. If you ever been to Statesboro, if you know where the Walmart is and you know where the, the, the small, small is in Statesboro, she worked at JCPenney, I worked at Walmart, Word and up. we would we had one car between us at the time. Yep. And we made it work. True story. You want to talk about some struggles? <laughs> you really want to talk about struggles but, in Statesboro days, making nine dollars <laughs> an hour, balling out, hey. getting marking Mark down, down meat. meat. <laughs> Hey, but, yo, um, I used to mark down meat. I worked in the meat department <laughs> at Walmart and I would go like mark down meat. I'm sure I can't get in trouble for this now, but I would mark down meat and then tell her to come in. Hey, I just marked down some meat. Come pick it up. <laughs> so we always had meat. <laughs> True stories. Um, and I did that until I got into graduate school and that wasn't anything any one of my family had ever done. So it was, it was a new path for my family. And just getting there and figuring out, like, how am I going to pay pay my rent now? And trying to work and go to class and do my practicum. Like, Bruh. working, you want working like, almost 40 hours a week. But they wouldn't give you 40 hours a week because they didn't want to give me benefits. But they would work me up to that. And I told them I still had to do my practicum for my therapy hours. And I still had to go to class at night. I was exhausted. I worked myself sick. I was stressed. You remember this. I was yeah. stressed and waking up, throwing up stomach acid. Like it was so bad. Um, and Mr. Webb essentially told me, like, he just put the whole thing on his back. And he was like, just quit the job and focus on what you need to do for school because that's what's most important. Um, he's been pushing this dream for a long, long time. This ain't, <laughs> we, ain't, we didn't just start this. Like, I've been... I've been <laughs> Doing what we had to do. Talk about struggles on them making days. If you ain't never had to pump blood plasma, don't talk to me <laughs> about no struggles. If you ain't never had to go in there and get hooked side up to by a machine, side. yo, you could. I used to get sick every time they give they, you cookies and juice at the blood plasma. I was never place. hydrated enough. I yeah. was never quite hydrated enough. Girl, I'm sitting there pumping blood plasma. It smelled like dead bodies in there. <laughs> So, um, career wise, right, right, right. I digress. So I had a lot of odds and ends jobs 
um, during the master's program and then eventually I started on in my field. But even with that, I remember when I first came to Augusta, when I came back home in 2013, working for the state and everybody was all hyped, like, oh, you got a state job. That's dope. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to have these great benefits and da, 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 da. my pay, I was making, what did I make? Like 32, 35 a year with a master's degree? That with a master's degree, all right. To this day, I have friends who are engineers who have bachelor's degrees and far surpassed what I've ever made on any job I've ever had in my life without a master's degree. So don't even get me started on is the piece of paper worth it? But it's what I had to do legally in order to hold my credentials. So and now I am where I am and I work for myself now. And I'm a contractor and I teach yoga. I teach yoga at Space Yoga Studio on Monticeno oh, Avenue <laughs> on Thursday evenings at 5 p.m. You can come in. It is um, $12 or whatever you can pay, actually, whatever you can afford, because that's the beauty of Space Yoga Studio. And that's how they operate. And it is a restorative, easy flow yoga class. Nothing crazy. I will not bend you into a pretzel. But I do that and I do my therapy online and I do my private practice. And you know what? This is this is close, the closest to self-actualization that I've been yet. And now a lot of my work is focusing on making me a better person, like just overall. So, oh, relationship wise, um, I used to be super crazy. Uh, I started out this relationship really intense just really crazy and (laughs) this sounds so bad (laughs) this sounds bad and you can hear silence from Mr. Webb because he's not he's not refuting any of this I would just show up like I was just kind of people thought we were dating and we weren't yet and that really bothered me and it screwed both of us up in terms of trying to see other people anyway I was very very intense um for a long time till all that crazy kind of shook itself out um I won't even say till it shook itself out the fact of the matter was um and I taught I told you about that I was like look man if you don't want to be with me I mean this is fine you know and I have no problem being by myself and I have no problem moving forward just let me know what you where your head is at and we can move on and it doesn't have to be a problem and there were a lot of conversations about Hey, what are you doing with your life? How's that going to mesh up with what I'm trying to do with my life? Um, Especially in the years that we lived apart and trying to figure out where this was going and what we were doing. But ultimately, this, I mean, we ended up, you know, we ended up getting married and and we are where we are. Um, One of my biggest points of growth has been to work with Mr. Webb because I'm, I was raised by a single mother. Um, not that my father was not there, but you know, military life, right. And divorced parents stuff happens. So my mom was always very much on, don't depend on anybody else. Don't rely on anybody else. You can't count on nobody. Like it just got drilled into my head. So it was very hard for me to make space for him and kind of rely on him in those periods where I needed to. Aside from that, um, 
being the youngest in my family, I, a lot of attention got centered on me. So I tended to be very self-focused in our relationship. And with every move that we made, like from Statesboro to Macon, from Macon to a, like every time we moved, it was always led by me. So I was very much used to, all right, I'm moving again. I'm doing this. You got to come with instead of us working together. So my point of growth has been being less selfish, ish, self-focused. Yeah. 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 There you go. That cover that. Yeah, I guess so. So if, if that's what you wanted, <laughs> sure. That was our struggle. So let me let me pose a question here. Interactive question. Boop boop for the audience. All um, eighteen of y'all. I'm still mad. <laughs> so salty. So for you guys, what have been some of the challenges you face? Does any of this resonate with you? What are some of the challenges you face or continue to face in your career? Do you find that your piece of paper has been worth it or it hasn't been worth it? Um, what about relationship wise? What's been a point of growth for you or even in the dating world? Um, a lot of my clients I work with learn so much about themselves just from dating, even though They've not settled down and gotten married or whatever, but they're like, I learned so much about myself from every relationship or every person I encounter while dating. So has that been your experience or something else? Let us know at where the webs one at gmail.com. Yeah. Send the email. Seriously. Um, we won't say any names, but if you want to share what has been, what have been your personal struggles again, either, career-wise or uh, relationship-wise. Somebody else may be able to learn from your struggle. So feel free. If you want to share, send the email. All right? Cool. So next thing. Topics. We'll keep it, keeping it moving on the you, topics. You want to go there? Um, all right. So <laughs> let's talk about something that I've been seeing a lot. I don't know. From the Shea Butter crowd. Right. Uh, on <laughs> social the, media. The again, crowd. I, I like. I like unique individuals. Some might call weird. I like to follow them on social media. So a lot of my friends who are who believe in the astrology, play with the crystals and the rocks and burn sage and stuff, have been talking about this thing called Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. Right? If maybe you've heard of it, maybe you believe in it. It actually just ended today. So we wanted to talk about it in Feel free, again, send us an email on this topic as well. Do you believe in Mercury retrograde? Do you think it's fake? Just a bunch of, you know, made up stuff. But uh, for those of you who don't know, let me tell you a little bit about what it means in Mercury retrograde. So in astronomy, astrology, I believe, astrology, astrology you know, in the star, people who do like Zodiac stuff, uh, during Zodiac. this period called mercury retrograde the planet mercury appears to move backwards its normal path i believe is from east to west across the sky but during mercury retrograde it moves from west to east all right so it, it appears to appears to be moving from west to east so it doesn't actually somehow it it's not may not actually be doing that but it appears to be moving from west to east so this planet is moving backwards so a lot of people believe that during these periods things uh because mercury is a planet of like creativity and stuff that in pro productivity 
that during this time people become frustrated with work mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like a lot of creative people believe that they kind of stall out the ideas just don't come they're just not as creative as they want to be during this period and they say technology like you're your interactions with technology start to get wonky. Like technology starts to fail. Yeah, car like that. A lot of people have car issues. Believe they have a car trouble. Phones, technology in general, they have issues with during these periods. So I didn't really. I thought I didn't really know think much about it until the other day. I kept seeing people talk about Mercury and retrograde, Mercury and retrograde. So finally, I was like, man, when is this over with? And what is it? What is it all about? So I happened to look it up and, you know, I found out, you know, the information about it. But after looking into it, I do feel like I don't know. You're a believer. I don't know. Or or I could just be doing that thing where. You could just always find something that's just so general mm-hmm. and you just start, you could apply it to your life. Because I do feel like I have been a little less creative. Let me tell you about my personal story. So I took some time off from work right around the 4th of July. I took about two weeks off and I came back from that two weeks and this particular Mercury retrograde time mm-hmm. started like I think it was July 26 mm-hmm. and I have been feeling a little off mm-hmm. during that time. Like I don't feel like I haven't been as creative. I haven't been as inspired as uh, I normally am. I kind of been forcing it going through the motions and I was like, man, man, it might be something to it. I don't know. I will say, because this took us down, like looking into this and talking about this earlier, took us down the path of the Zodiac signs. Yeah, I know a lot of y'all don't believe in the Zodiac and some of you swear by it. And I had been talking to you about this for some time because I said, hey man, I feel like there's a little something to it. Even if you don't believe in the Zodiac sign, I think there's something to be said for people born in a particular time frame. Like characteristically and i didn't really believe i don't i didn't believe in the zodiac that much i you can't apply you know these general statements to everybody born between these particular periods of time but i i started to make the case because and i'm about to throw my whole family under because i have several family members born in april and I said, even if we remove the label of that sort, what is it, Aries, I think. Even if we remove the label, Aries or Taurus or something. Even if we take that away, look at those people in my family who were all born around that time frame. And tell me you don't see similarities between the way they interact, the way they move throughout the world, the way they handle their business, like their careers, their personal lives. And that was the one, I think that was the one point where you were like, there may be something to, it doesn't have to be labeled the Zodiac necessarily. And I said this about one of my dear friends in the sister circle, um, down in Savannah, my, my good buddy and (laughs) miss, miss S. But, um, I said we have a lot of overlapping similarities because we're born within three days of each other. But I was like, there's some places that we kind of defer. 
And I said that was because I was a cusp, like I'm in between Leo and Virgo, if you believe in that sort of thing. But I said there seem to be a lot of similarities in our personality. Like we resonate, we really like overlap. I mean, I've never really looked that much into my Zodiac, but from just some of the things that I've read, my sign would be Cancer. I do see some of myself in that description. Some of it, some of it does. <laughs> I don't think I'm the most emotional person or the most sensitive person. People are like, oh, yeah, cancer's a crybaby. You gonna cry about I, it? I'm not gonna cry about it, but. but I see and when I when things. I was reading about mine, what'd you say? It some of it fit. Yeah, some of it. There's does something fit. I didn't. Again, but, you don't have to label it as whatever zodiac but i just really think there's something to be said for people born you could break it down into seasons like a cluster of a couple of months out of the year here's what i really believe and not to get too deep i believe man people have just been trying to figure this out for centuries yeah and no matter what you believe it's just i believe all the different you know, beliefs came from people just trying to figure it out different ways. So there may be some truth to the Zodiac. So there's, you know, if you look at it religiously, there's some truth to that. Some people look at the Chinese New Year. You, yeah. I was born year of the rat. Year you the know rat. what I'm saying? So Woo. some people believe that it's, I, I, there may be a little bit of truth in it all. Cause mm-hmm. we, it's just people from different parts of the world who couldn't communicate with each other re- easily just trying to figure out this thing called life. Well, I think it's it's also about like building connections with people. Like you want to connect. You want to have a group. You want to you belong. You want to assign some meaning and definition. Like, why do I do what I do? Well, oh, I'm uh, th- this t- particular zone. Well, there's time. that. But I was also thinking just connection with other people and feeling in. Like there's a group I belong with. A, gr- a group. That is similar to me that I can connect with. That too. You know, but I do see what you're saying. But that also frustrates me because there are some people who adhere to it super closely. And they're like, oh, well, you know, because I'm a this, then I'm going to act like blah, blah. Don't blame your terrible behavior on when you were born. Do better than that. Don't do that. I'm a two-faced liar. It's because I'm a Gemini. Gemini. I'm a Gemini. You know, I'm just going to be a terrible person on general principle. Not getting down on Geminis. But true story. True story. One of my other friends in the sister circle is born in January. And my brother, one of my brothers is born in January. And they are two of the most direct people I've ever met in my entire life. Like, just, no, just boom. You want the facts? Here are the facts. I'm just saying there's similarities. That's all. So, posing a question, we going I'm I'm trying to drum up all these emails, you guys. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you believe in Mercury retrograde? Which also, I, for some reason, it made me think of Gatorade. I don't know why. <laughs> Every time I saw Mercury retrograde, I said Gatorade. <laughs> Has nothing to do with anything. That's the gin. Um, do you believe in Mercury retrograde? Do you believe in the zodiac signs? Um, or any of that kind of stuff. Like some people who are more 
Because they talk about pairings, like this group. Like if you're this Zodiac, then you pair up best with this. Like, do you believe in any of that stuff? Then email us, wherethewebs1 at gmail.com. Wherethewebs1 at gmail.com. Yep. 2018 man it's crazy or do you believe in zodiacs i don't know el nino whatever oh. that's weather pattern i know <laughs> either way yeah hit us yes. up man. what where we want to go next do we do we want to move on to review and then get on into our you know stuff um yeah we jumping into reviews yeah okay let's go all right you want to go first well mine will be short <laughs> so I tried to, in my preparation mm-hmm. for this week, I tried to listen to a new album that came out. So I was like, all right, this week I'm going with, uh, I'm going to go with Young Thug. This slime language just came out. Uh, I didn't, I, I made it through the album like one time and that's all I could give it. I can't, I couldn't even tell you a name of one of the songs. I think one of them is called Slime You Out or something. What? Slime You Out. All right. Maybe. I'm a, he's like, I'm a slime Wait, you out. Wait, wasn't he here? I'm sorry. Wasn't he here on Friday? No. Was he? Really? Who was here on Friday? That was Rich Homie Kwan in Augusta. Maybe. Not even the same person. It is not. Sorry. Rich Homie Kwan has... You got this. Go. Let's, let's, we'll talk about rappers who fell off one day. He missed his Rich Homie Kwan, Mr. Mark. Either way, I can't say, I can't even tell you. If you like uh, Young Thug, I was going to say Slim Thug. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Completely different rapper. Uh, Young Thug, Slime Language. Mm-hmm. I don't feel any way about it. It brings no emotion, no feeling. There's not a time where it's like, you know, song some some albums yeah. vibes. Some like, stuff got yeah. yeah, like Travis Scott had that, you know, when I'm in the club vibe, I'm sure there was some stuff on there I'm gonna listen to. I can't say this young thug hasn't given me anything yet. It's not car vibes, it's not club vibes, it's not pump trying to get pumped up, motivated vibe. It's it's giving me nothing. This is now I I'm I like mm-hmm. Young Thug, but mm-hmm. this probably wasn't his best stuff. Not that great. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully next week there's something else that comes out that I can listen to. Um, we'll mm-hmm. see. I will say I'm still... I think I should keep going with my 2018 album of the year. And right now, J-Rock Redemption still might be my favorite album of the year. That and uh, maybe Nipsey Hustle, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm putting those up there All right. for my favorites. All right, so you have a review. I do have a review, and it's a review I'm excited about. Go ahead. Surprisingly excited. Um, Ariana Grande released an album called Sweetener. I am not familiar with any of her other stuff, like not so much up until this point. But something about this one, I was like, I'm going to listen to it. And it was recommended to me by a friend. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a listen. And I listened to it on my Is way. Is she the one that overdosed? No. Oh. That's Demi Lovato. Oh, okay. But I did like a couple of Demi Lovato songs from her previous album. And I hope she does 
get well and come back stronger than ever. Oh, damn, she bounced back quick. No, no, no. This All is right. Ariana Grande. Okay. She she came she also came from like one of those I think Demi Lovato came from Disney. Ariana Grande came from Nickelodeon. Uh, um, but she's an itty bitty thing. Anyway, she released this album and I was like, I'm gonna listen to it on my way to yoga class on Saturday and I had a blast. This album was so much fun to me. It put me in the mindset of like Gwen Stefani when she went solo and did her solo thing. Um, very poppy, fun, upbeat, you know, at times 20 something, figuring it out kind of deal, which I'm no longer, but I can appreciate that. And a lot of Pharrell. Like this had the old Neptune's vibes like all over the beats. Mm. I was like, man, somebody did some great production for her, did some really good beats. Um, and she's a good singer. She really is a great singer. Uh, she doesn't flex, I think, her full vocal ability on a lot of the songs, but that's okay because, you know, I don't know what it is, but people people aren't looking for the the divas and the songstresses like they used to. R.I.P. Aretha. We're going to get to that. You know we're going to get to that. But they're they're just not checking for them like they were. And there's potential. Like Adele is a, is a powerhouse singer. And she sells out stuff, you know. But you get what I mean. You get what I'm saying. It's not the same like it used to be. But anyway, um, she's very talented. Some tracks that I like. I like Blaze. That was fun. I like The Light Is Coming, even though it has this weird sample that kept repeating. Like, it was a sample from a movie or a TV show that kept repeating. threw me off a little bit. R.E.M. was fun. God is a Woman. She has, like, a gospel choir at the end, which was kind of shocking, but it worked. Um, I pretty much liked... I saved this whole album to my Spotify. I did. That's high praise. Mm. That's very high praise. Even though I think after... No tears left to cry. Like somewhere around there, I was like, okay, these songs are just okay. But it was near the end of the album. And then it picked back up. Like it had a dip of about three songs and then maybe like a short intro and then I was, or interlude. And then it picked up for like the last one or two. So I, I give this album a solid, solid A. It's fun. It's upbeat. Um, If you like pop kind of music, you want to dance in your car a little bit. Have a good vibe. You going to yoga? Are you coming to see me at yoga? You should play this. Are you taking a, a long commute? Not the kind where you get stuck in traffic and you're annoyed, but just a nice little long drive. You know, this this is a good album to listen to. So I, I do recommend if that sounds like you, then you will enjoy this album. All right. So. Motivation. Thanks for the review. your motivation? Um... <laughs> I, I know I gave a little bit of motivation earlier. My topic this week, I really only had. Uh, mm-hmm. I was inspired by, you know, the song Smile by Lil Duval. You know, I, w- I wouldn't go in back and forth. And I encourage all of you not to go back and forth. If you believe that you are right, if you believe that. And I'm, I don't know if I said this before on here. Maybe I did. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> We didn't talk about Nicki Minaj, but I wish I'd... We'll get into that, maybe. 
Nicki Minaj is starting to get to the point where you're making me not like you. But that's something completely different. But anyway, my motivation for this week, man, uh, again, inspired by the song Smile by Lil Duval, Snoop Dogg, and uh, Ball Greasy. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Don't get me started. She hates Ball Greasy. A little bit of hate. Either way. Um... I I like Bargarizzi. But not going um, back and forth. With not going back and forth, man. No reason to argue. No reason to try to uh, prove your point. Let time and history prove your point. I, I kind of took this a little bit from some of the people I listened to, but I had to learn this lesson. So I'm not out here trying to prove anything to anybody. I believe that what I am doing is correct and that I am on the correct path. We will mm-hmm. see. Let it play out. If you believe you are right, let it play out. No reason to go back and forth. Just let it play out. And history will be the will tell the real story. If you are correct, it will be proven in time. No right. reason to go back and forth. I ain't got nothing to prove. Word. That's, that's my motivation for that's this. A word. Yeah. All right. right. So, time for the mental health moment for this week. So, I gave a little hint at my mental health moment. I don't even remember how I said it, but I put it on um, Instagram in my story. And I said, um, making space for things that are no longer there. Every now and then, I feel like the preacher shout in the house. Like, I'll say something and I'll just go, ha! Like, this the preacher shout. Um, I, okay. This story has a point before I even get into it. We had changed out and replaced our old bed and we kept, we got a new bed and we kept the old one stored up in the bedroom for a while because we were like, well, maybe we could sell it or blah, blah, blah. Nothing happened. We just ended up keeping it there. But I kept having to work around because it was on my side of the bed. So I kept having an angle and try to get to the socket behind it and all this stuff. It was really inconvenient. We finally got the bed out on Sunday. I don't know. It was a couple days ago. We got the bed out and I realized even with the bed fully gone, the old bed gone, I still kept tiptoeing around and making space for the bed, even though it wasn't there. And that was my, that was my moment. That was my aha. I was like, why am I doing this? And this thing no longer exists. This thing is physically visibly not here anymore and I'm still tiptoeing around as though it were and I thought about it I was like how many times do we make space for things that are no longer there or we accommodate for things that no longer exist like you are functioning in your life as though you are still in some unhealthy relationship that you just got out of or you've been out of for some time? Like, what are you carrying around? Are you operating or moving through this new job opportunity with the same way you went through the old one? Like, what is it that you're still accommodating for that is no longer there? Um, This even goes to illnesses and ailments and injuries, right? Like you, you got to nurse yourself back to health, but it does you no good if you're afraid to step on that foot you know if you broke your ankle or or got a bad sprain or whatever it does you no good if you're still gonna baby the ankle you gotta build it back up you can't keep acting as though this thing is happening 
and you've been healed from it for a long time. That's when they start talking about like psychosomatic stuff. Like it's in your head, but it's not physically there. So now you got to deal with your mental stuff. So that was my mental health moment is what are you still accommodating for that you need to address and stop working around? Because that thing is no longer there. That thing is no longer occupying any physical space, but it's occupying your mental space. So you need to address that. And I need to stop tiptoeing around my room because there is no giant bed taking up all the space anymore. So if that makes sense to you, I hope it does. Um, But that is that is my mental health moment for this week. Great. All right. So roses, roses, a.k.a. slash pour out a little liquor. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Shout shout out to one of my friends who pointed that out. The roses were supposed to be for people who are still alive to give them the recognition why they are still here. If we do it after they have already passed, it's not quite giving them their roses. So we thank you for for that, you know, information. (laughs) So we will call this roses slash Pour 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 out a little bit for the the seat. <laughs> just the- <laughs> either way anyway so we should have done this for bourdain we should have called we it gave it rose little- yeah we yeah, gave it roses but we should have poured a little liquor out for bourdain but today we're going to pour a little liquor out for one miss aretha franklin one of the original original divas um bigger than life as one of my other friends said slightly rude she was <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a diva. But it's one of them that's things. That's a diva though, yeah. attitude. But that's that whole time. Like, you've been great for 60 years. Like, you... Who gonna check me? Who say? Who gonna say something? Ain't nobody around. Everybody around you is here because of you. Right. Who, who gonna, gonna check who me? Who gonna say something? Right. Nobody. If, a, if Aretha Franklin has an interview, and she did, where she's asked about Taylor Swift's talent, and or asked about what she thinks about her and she says she has gowns beautiful gowns <laughs> then guess what and she says nothing about her vocal ability guess what taylor swift ain't say nothing and then once she, once you've <laughs> done when you're one of those people who've done things for so long and proven yourself she she was at that point where she could have said whatever she wanted to say who gonna say something that's right. aretha right. but Yes, rest in peace to Miss Aretha Franklin. One of my favorite songs. Um, was it? T- what is it? Till you come back to me. Although you don't call anymore, I sit and wait. Yeah. Vain. Even though this is really a stalker song, and maybe that's why it speaks to my heart. I'm gonna tap on. Knock your on do- your door. Yeah. Your door, tap, tap on, on your window, tap on your window. It is one of my all-time favorite songs ever in life, and it is kind of a stalker song. I always say that, but that's one of many. But that's just one of my. That's my absolute personal favorite. Do you have a personal favorite? Um, what is it? Be a vision in one. Is that her? Yeah. The freeway? Yeah. Freeway of love? I think that's her. That's I'm what you're going sure with? I don't know. I like. I got a lot. Of course, you got the respect 
um, right. her version of Natural Woman. Yes. Of course, I like the original with Carol King, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I like a lot of Aretha Franklin songs. She's one of the greatest of all time. So again, R.I.P. to Miss Aretha Franklin. I wanted to post my favorite picture of Aretha Franklin, young Aretha Franklin. I didn't know if it was appropriate, Uh-oh. but uh, go look at Shady Shady Marcus Webb. Here, uh, uh, Aretha Franklin album cover you. Aretha Franklin the you album cover. You may see? remember it. Google she's it, um <laughs> she's wearing this yellow outfit and she's kind of like laying in the grass. Oh. She had paint on her face? No, those are sunglasses. That's oh. just a terrible photo. Oh. But she had these yellow she had this like yellow um You better work. Halter top tube top on like young Aretha? Yeah. Yeah. You can put that up there. I know that was appropriate on the day the lady passed away. Go for it, Mr. Webb. So I did not post my favorite. (laughs) That's my favorite picture of Aretha. I also uh, remember she was in Blues Brothers. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yes, she will be missed. Given given our respect to the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Right. Yeah, Aretha Franklin. Luther Vandross, who was also a diva, but that's a, that's a story for us. <laughs> if you ever listen to, I'll just real quick. If you ever listen to, there's a podcast called The Nod, and they talk about the reasons why Luther Vandross is a diva, and they specifically talk about the beef between him and Aretha Franklin. That is a great story. It is a fantastic story. It's worth listening to. I think the episode's only like thirty minutes. Worth listening to. After this, of course. So Listen up first. <laughs> Either way. Um, anything else we want to talk about before we go? Um, no, nah, man. All right. So I appreciate, again, everybody listening. This episode better get some more listens this week. Maybe I was on vacation. Maybe you're taking a break. Maybe you need to catch up. Whatever it is you need to do. Do it. I ne- <laughs> I'm expecting a little bit more. But again, Check us out on all social media. Don't forget, just uh, Station Head, Day Flash, everywhere. Man, hey, please, if you want to get in on it, get in on this stock market thing. I can hook you up with the Robin Hood link. We can both get some free stock. Hit me up. Some of y'all, I sent the link. Still waiting on you to do your thing, so we can get some free stock. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Anything else? Nah, that's it. All right. Until next week, sometime. Well, it'll it'll be on Sunday next week. I think we'll be able to make it. Yeah. The Webbs will meet the Carters this week. Oh! And Mrs. Webb has a birthday. Yes. It's it's going down this week. So make sure you come back to next week. I'm sure it's going to be a lot to talk about. Oh, man. So much to talk about. Yes. All right. We out.